0: Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 72, and this is going to be five tips for using Google Trends to predict the future for maximum sales. This one here, I recently started using, and I wanted to share it with you today, and I think it's really important, and it was something that I knew about, but I just didn't really think to use it as much as I should have, so that's what we're going to be talking about today, which I think is really important, especially if you're just trying to pick your first product. Or like, if you're like me and you have a few products running right now, you can kind of see what to expect in future months. And that's really something that I discovered. I'm going to share that story with you and kind of how it's relating to my business, but also how I plan on using it, and also five things that I think you should be using it for. Now, before we do jump into that, I had two things I wanted to mention. One is if you are brand new and you're listening to the show for the very first time, or if you've been a long-time listener and you haven't attended one of our free live workshops, I would love to invite you. You can head over to TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash Workshop, and this is something that I've been recently doing, and I am loving, by the way, because I'm able to do these live, and I can I can connect if I can talk, I can connect with you on a more on a one to one basis because I answer live Q and A at the end, but I also take time to walk through five phases that I used when launching my first product and future products, and I really break it down and chunk it down, and it's an extension of the podcast. So if you want to join me on that, head over to theAmazingSeller.com forward/workshop. The other thing I wanted to mention here real quick, which is really awesome and exciting and I want to share it with you is uh, Maria Mont from our TAS Facebook group had posted her sales summary here and uh It's funny how we all have different uh, success levels, I guess, right? And I always say that we really need to celebrate all of the small, the medium, and the large victories, right? Because they're different for all of us. And that's really why I wanted to share this. I wanted to share Maria uh, as far as what she posted here. And I also want to say, I mean, she's a mother of three expecting her fourth baby, and she's doing this. So let me just read this real quick. It's real short. Hi, everyone. It's been a slow month, but I want to share with you my sales. I'm a mother of three expecting my fourth, so if you feel discouraged, just keep pushing The goal for me is to have enough products so when the shopping season starts, October brackets, I'm ready and with full inventory, I think that's a great idea too. By the way, but she put her sales there: seven days, two thousand three hundred eighty-four dollars and twenty-one cents; fifteen days, five thousand nine hundred fifty-eight dollars and seven cents; and thirty days, eleven thousand two hundred fifty-three dollars and ninety-two cents. Those are those are uh, revenue numbers. They, that's not technically profit, but that's revenue numbers. Awesome! And she got a bunch of comments and a bunch of likes. And it's funny because she's feeling as it, it's a slow month and. Uh, Jan in uh, here, she goes, so 146 units a week is slow? And then she's smiley face, what am I doing wrong? And then just people were all commenting, and uh, it's just a great way to, to show you that we all have different levels of what we feel would be a success, and I think Maria sees the big picture, she's planning for the big picture, and I think today's topic, talking about the trends and, and all of that, will also uh, really relate to this, because we can plan for that that quarter or that time of year so with that all being said, that's a good setup, I guess, to what we're going to talk about today. So let me go ahead and dive into this, okay? And I'll tell you a little bit about my story and why I wanted to talk about this. I was recently talking to uh, a friend of mine, an Amazon seller, someone that I talk to regularly about this. Him and I are right about at the same level, and him and I have become good friends. And uh, he was talking to me about, you know, getting ready to, you know, add more inventory for certain times of the year. And he's like, you know, have you been really checking? the Google Trends as far as to see, you know, like when your peak season is and all this stuff. I mean, do you have an idea on that? And I was kind of like, no, I really don't. I just assumed that when I launched, you know... I was getting sales then and my sales have been, you know, steady and I just thought that I'd be steady, but little did I know that there is peaks and there is valleys in any market really. I guess the, the key here though is to find out, you know, what they are and how you can either plan for them or how you can not choose a product because of it. Um, and so what I did is I, I immediately went into Google Trends. I typed in a few of my top keywords to kind of see where those keywords were were coming in for the trends and and Google Trends allows you to see, you know, way back. I mean, if that keyword has been, you know, being searched for, you know, in the past five or six or eight years, it's going to show you that. And the funny thing is, as soon as I did this, it was like it painted this Picture for me. And I didn't realize it, but when I launched my very first product, I launched it at a really good time. And I kind of knew this, but I didn't really know it like I know now because now I can see the picture. And what it really kind of makes me say that what I'm doing is really really good because i'm setting it up and i'm really building the foundation for a busier time of the year that my sales should really jump even higher now with that being said i'm also now aware that i probably need to order more inventory during those times so i need to schedule that i need to let my manufacturer know that because other people that are selling my product are probably experiencing similar things and if they're you know any you know any good at their business and marketing Marketing and all that—they're going to know this, and then I would run out of inventory, and then they're going to have inventory, and that's going to not be good, right? So I want to set it up for that. and I've talked about that a little bit before because if you're just you know kind of like pushing along and you're doing you know 25 sales a day, but then all of a sudden if you could have enough inventory that when it really spikes, you could jump to 50 or 75 or 100 a day. Um, you know that right there is that's a, a, a huge revenue boost. And it's something that we all should be paying attention to. And that's why I wanted to do this here. I just wanted to, you know, put that out there. So this way here, you're aware, but also even in just the product research stage. I mean, Google trends is free. Okay. It is totally free and we all should be using it to, you know, not just look at, you know, what's happening now or what's happening in six months from now, but what's happened in the past and I think you're going to be amazed at when you look at this, at this data that you're, it's going to paint a picture. And I, I, that's the only words I can use to describe it is that it really does paint a picture. All right. So let me cover these five tips. Okay. In, in kind of like the things that it will allow you to do. Okay. That it can benefit you in your business. All right. So number one, product validation. Okay, product validation. This is going to allow you like if you're looking into a product right now. If you're using Jungle Scout or if you're just doing the old-fashioned research inside of of uh, Amazon and you're and you're doing some product research, it doesn't matter, okay? You want to validate if the time of year right now is peak or is it low, okay? And even if you're not in a seasonal item, you're still going to have highs and lows. You're going to have highs and lows. Very few products are going to be just hundred percent consistent. Okay. And I like to look at it like, I'd like my consistent basis of sale, of sales and, and selling to be, you know, at where I know that I could live, right? I could live at that number. But then when I have a spike, that's going to be like a bonus. Like let's say that you're working for a company and they give you a bonus at Christmas time. Same idea. This way here, you're able to say, Oh, cool. I might do better, but I'm not going to bank on that. I'm just going to prepare for it and hope that it happens. But if it doesn't, it's not going to kill my business. All right. But product validation is huge because if you're just starting right now and you're picking a product, I would probably say find a product that's not yet in, that's not in peak season, but that's going to be in the next two or three months. Because what this is going to allow you to do is to actually time it. To where you can say I can get the product up and running, I can get it listed, I can get it sourced, I can start building my keyword base, my review base, all of that stuff. And then when the the prime time of the market hits or when the the spike in the in the, you know, in the search starts to happen, you're going to be already there. If you try to go in when it's when it's at that point, it might be, you know, it might be too soon for you. Now, with that all being said, I don't want to discourage you. I think just starting is in general is worth it. But this is, I'm just these are just things that I would say to look into, not to complicate it, just to look into. Okay. So it, it helps you with timing. Okay. It helps you to understand what to expect. And the other thing it does is it clarifies and it really does show you, is this a seasonal item? You might have it where it spikes like really high and then it goes way down for the rest of the year and that way down is way too low for you. So me personally, I wouldn't go into a seasonal item, especially for the first product. Now adding third, fourth, fifth products, possibly, possibly you could do that. You can, you can expand it out and do like all different seasons for that particular product if you have a product line that can, um, you know, that, that can definitely adapt to that. All right, so that's number one, product validation, okay? Number two, plan for peak buying time, okay? This is where you're going to be able to use this. If you already currently have a product selling, you are able to see when your inventory should be increased, okay? You're able to see that in a certain month or two months or quarter, you're going to need more units, and you know what you're selling now, you're able to plan and predict a little bit. Now there's no guarantees. I'm not saying you're going to do this and go, oh yeah, it says it's going to peak. So I definitely should. And if I do, I'm going to sell it all. You're not necessarily, um, it's not going to work like that, but worst case scenario is you buy that inventory. It doesn't sell, but then it just, you have to buy less through the regular year because you've already purchased it. All right. But I would want to keep as much inventory that I think I could sell. And then I can max out those sales through that peak time. All right. So that's where I'm using it right now. It made me really realize that there's certain months that I need to, uh, really get more inventory and then I can drive, I can go ahead and I can drive the, uh, the the sales and, and the, uh, the traffic there will be there and I can hopefully go ahead and grab more of those sales. All right. Number three, seeing growing or declining trends. Understanding your your product and your market—that's really what you're going to be able to see here. So you're going to see that if something is a growing trend, you're going to see that it's going up, 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 up. Okay, it might go up, down, and then back up. But when it goes up again, it's a little bit higher, and then it goes down a little bit, you know, lower than the last time it was low, if that makes sense. Um, but you're going to see that it's continually growing. Okay, It's like the stock market. If you see your stock started, it might have went up and then down a little bit and then went up higher than the last time it went up, but then down a little bit lower, and then it went back up a little bit higher than the last peak, and so on. It's just a continually upward graph, but if you have something that goes up and then up and then up, down, up, and then all of a sudden it starts having a decline all the way down, you're seeing that graph, then it shows you that it might be something that was hot. But then it's just starting to decline. And over time, it's not going to be something that you want to invest heavily into. Now, with that being said, you might still want to, um, you know, go after a product like that that you think that would then, you know, kind of like plateau, but yet be steady. Maybe it's your 10 sales a day. That's fine. But at least you're aware of it. Okay, and that's really all I want you to take away from this is just being aware of your market or of your products, um, your services, all of that stuff. Be aware of using um or, or using this data to really see your market. Okay, and to see where it's going or where it's headed or where it's been. Um, it really, really powerful stuff. Number four is insights on more products. On the on the bottom of where they show you the Google trends of your particular keyword that you put in, you're able to go down and it'll give you suggested keywords. So it'll give you other keywords that are being searched around that product and that could be another thing that could help you see other products that you could sell or maybe even just give you keyword suggestions that you might be able to use and adapt in your listing or in pay-per-click or any of that stuff. So that's definitely something that I would do as well, is look and see if you can expand that. There's something else that you can do that's pretty cool. You can also take, let's say that you're looking at three different products. It could be three different products in three different markets. If you're just getting started and you're looking at, let's say, three different products, three different markets. You can take those three products or those three keywords, let's say, okay, and then what you can do is you can put all of those into Google Trends in separate searches, and it'll give you a graph with or a graph with um, all of these lines intersecting, and then you can see kind of like where they all fall into different times of the year or if it's a growing trend or if it's a declining trend and you can kind of compare them and then you can go oh this one here looks like this is going to be one that's going to be you know up and coming this one here looks like it's on a decline so i'm going to stay away from that one it'll compare them and almost show you which one is the best of the three or it, at least it'll give you you know a bird's eye view of all three together layered on top of each other So that, again, is something that you can do. I didn't put that in one of these steps here or these these tips, but that's something you can definitely do, and I've done that, and it works. I mean, you can put in as many, I believe, as you want, and it'll overlay them um, on top of each other. Now, number five is fill in 12 12 months of steady sales, widening the product line. Now, like I said, you're always going to have steady, or you're always going to have peaks and valleys, just about in any market that you go into. But if you're able to then fill in those, those lower ones with peaked ones, so you might have a product line that might peak at all different times of the year, that'd be the perfect scenario because now you're never going to really have a, a slow month, let's call it. And, you know, for those of you that are listening, depending on when you're listening, Right now, June, July, and August are usually the slowest months on Amazon, eBay, any e-commerce is usually a downtime because us, we are vacationing, kids are out from school, we're just not on the computer as much. We're on Facebook probably, but we're not on on the computer as much buying stuff um, as much as we are during those other months. So usually the sales are always going to be lower in June, July, and August. Um, and then once school kind of goes back, it usually starts to pick back up again. It's that's just that's been known for years now. And I knew that even just when I was selling a little bit on eBay and stuff, but that's definitely something that you want to understand because you know some people even like right now in our Facebook group people are like oh my sales are low or they they're they're lower than they've been in, in the past but they've only been selling for four months right well the thing is is you're starting to come into like right now we're in July you know right now we're in one of those slower months so your sales are generally going to be a little bit slower so again I don't really freak out about that and I kind of let it go about seven days before I make any adjustments um, that's just what I do because I know that You're going to have ups and downs throughout the week, different times of of the week, different times of the day, all of that stuff. But a lot of people, they'll they'll tweak something every single day because they think it's going to make a difference. I usually give it about five to seven days before I make any tweaks. So... Let me just kind of recap those real quick, all right? And again, we're talking about Google Trends. If you have any other software that you want to use for trends, go right for it. Um, right now, I'm using Google Trends. Um, everyone that I know is using Google Trends that want to check this stuff out. And um, let's just kind of go through these again real quick. Number one, product validation. That's again this is what I'm using Google Trends for this is what it's going to help you with product validation this is going to help you for timing what to expect and is it seasonal okay so this is going to validate all of that stuff number 2 plan for peak buying times again we want to create you know a max amount of sales as many sales as we can by having enough inventory if we don't have enough inventory we're not going to be able to sell as much as we possibly could now I'm not saying go overboard by any stretch okay but plan for peak buying time that's what this can be used for three see growing or declining trends understanding your product or market or I should say and market you really need to understand okay because what you think you know you might not really know but if you look at the the data, that will tell you everything, all right? So uh, seeing uh, the growth and or if the market's declining is really, really important. Four, insights on more products. This is a great way to get keyword suggestions, like I'd said earlier. Five, fill in the 12 months with steady sales. Try to widen the product line, your product line, with products that will peak at different times. This will be the perfect scenario, and then this way here, you'll always have steady sales and you won't be having these lower months of sales, and it'll just fill in the gaps. So that's the five. Now, I did want to mention a few, uh, call them tips, whatever you want, just a couple of other highlights here that I wanted to really bring up because I think it's important, okay? Now, again, we said you want to use this, use Google Trends to see your current products that you're selling, okay, and when sales are going to peak, you want to stock up. Now, you want to use pay-per-click all year round to help build out your keyword ranking, setting up for the peak, okay? Because if you can think about this, if you can think about setting yourself up for the peak, okay, the peak times, that's going to give you Um, the most for your, you know, your sales for the year, let's say, or a good chunk of it. But by using pay per click, it's building out your keyword ranking. So now when you do have the inventory, when you are getting the sales ranking, you are going to be able to then rank for these keywords. And by using pay per click, that's going to help you do this. So I say use pay per click heavy during the peak time and on the off time. Okay, But you really want to push it when you're peaking because, again, you want to be everywhere. You want to be in the organic search. You want to be in the pay-per-click search. You want to be everywhere because you know that that's going to help you get more sales. And again, I can't stress this enough because a lot of people will let off the gas on the slower months. I say don't let off. Keep the pay-per-click going as long as it's at least semi-profitable or at least a break-even on the pay-per-click, that is. This is going to allow you to build out this base, this wide base of keywords over time. And then you are going to be the one that ranks highly for these keywords, all right? And when you rank high for these keywords, we know that you get more sales, all right? So we're, we're really, we're setting up for the big peak, okay, or the peak in your market. And it might not be a huge peak. It might be just a semi-peak, but you still want to be there to be noticeable, to be viewable when it is peak time for your market. So I can't stress that enough. You really want to take advantage of pay per click, which I've talked about before. For those of you that are new and you have not heard me talk about pay per click much, um, I would give you this one uh, post and this one podcast that I talked about where I outline exactly what I do and what I've done. And you can see that or visit that uh, or check that out or however you want to say it at the amazing seller.com forward slash PPC. The other thing you might want to do is check out the interview I did recently with Greg Mercer, who actually talks about his strategy, which is very similar to mine. And that can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 56. And again, pay-per-click is something that if you continually use it Whether it's peak season, whether it's, you know, a slow season, that right there will continue to drive sales, okay? And then when you continue to drive sales, you're constantly being indexed for keywords. And then when you get indexed for keywords, when people search for keywords, they find you, okay? And then you're going to be able to capitalize on that traffic. All right, I can't stress that enough. I think I've beat that one to death there. I apologize for that, but I really do want you to be aware of that. So that is Google Trends, my friends. That is what I use it for. That is what I think you should use it for. Again, it was an eye-opener for me a little bit. Uh, when I did this, and now I use it a lot more even when I'm just doing product research because I want to see when is the peak time, have I missed it, is there time for me to get set up before the next peak, you know, and that kind of put, you know, it kind of goes into play as far as what product I would want to look into next, um, and it also might also make you aware of, hey, you know, right now my sales are, you know, 15 a day, when in peak season, they might go to 30 a day. They might go to 45 a day, right? So it might also give you some hope that maybe right now you're just kind of doing the average of what you wanted to do, but really in a few months, it might peak. And if you do that, it's going to give you a little bit more of a push to really get your uh, you know, pay-per-click campaigns going and all that stuff, all right? So that is pretty much going to wrap up this episode. A little bit shorter than normal, but like I said, there's no time limit on these. Um, I just wanted to kind of give you my tips on this particular topic. Hope you've enjoyed it. I wanted to also uh, thank Maria Mont for posting that in our TAS Facebook community. Uh, things like that really do motivate the group, and it just shows that uh, you know anyone can do this. Maria has, you know, three kids expecting her fourth, I mean... I mean, come on, that's a ton of work, and she was able to do this and is still continuing to do it, so my my hat is off to Maria. Thank you so much for posting that, and good luck to you with all those kids. I have three of my own, and I know that uh, it's a lot of fun, but it can be a lot of work too, so uh, congratulations on that. For those of you that are not part of our TAS Facebook community yet, you can head over to TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash F is in Frank, B is in boy, that's for Facebook, and uh, you will request to join the group. You'll be approved usually in a few hours, and then from there, um, you can go ahead and introduce yourself, and uh, you'll see that there is a lot of very, very smart people in that group and very helpful. Love that group, and I'm so glad that I started it because it has become so powerful, and I'll tell you, when you can surround yourself with like-minded people that can encourage you, that can help you, just motivate you, it just makes a huge difference, and again, I get to share people like Maria with you guys, and that's really uh, rewarding, and it feels really good that putting this group together has helped so many, so I want to say thank you to all of you that are part of that group, and if you aren't yet, and you want it to be, you can go ahead and join us. That would be awesome. So once again, that's going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. I hope this has been helpful. And remember, I'm here for you. I'm rooting for you. I believe in you. And I know that you can make this happen. But you have to. You have to. Take action. Take care, everyone. Talk to you later.